the following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. A fraction, perhaps, within the bloodline. A tribal court to decide the fate of Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Running away like the gutless coward that he is. hesitation is the betrayer of the island of irrelevancy he has been in a conspiracy with kevin owens since day one i beg of you to find this rat bastard Firing with Kevin Owens? You think I'm trying to take out the tribal chief? How do you think that after all of this time? The fact that you would make me sit here and literally put me on trial to defend myself? Man, that hurts. So I guess what I'm saying is my defense is that I have no defense. You don't have a defense. You got so much ego, you won't even fight for this. You don't care now, huh? You can't even argue for this. It doesn't mean anything to you. I let you in my family, and this is what you do. Enough! Solo! No disrespect. This man has took so many bullets from me. For you, for the whole bloodline. That right there, that's what family do. So that demonstrates to me, Oos, loyalty and love to this family. So if you want Sami Zayn to stay in the bloodline, then throw your ones to the sky. As your tribal chief and the head of the table, I find you, Sami Zayn, not guilty. For now, finish out tonight, and then I don't want to see you again until Saturday at the Royal Rumble. And that is where you're going to deliver your final test. And then we're going to see if Sami Zayn really is the bloodline or not. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac.
Welcome to In The Corner here on SJP Royal Media. Royal Rumble Day is upon us. This here with you now, only a few hours to go before the Royal Rumble 2023 edition kicks off. Hope you're all doing well. A lot of content flying out of here in the corner this week. If you missed it, go back. We had uh, SGP himself on Wednesday's show. Thursday's show, me and Tyler broke down Raw and put our guesses in, our predictions in for Raw Rumble tonight. And obviously, I'm here now. Solo. I'm gonna have to cut that uh, out for my uh, for myself here on a on a well. What day is today? Saturday. Normally the show's on a Sunday. When there's a premium event, we do a lot more content leading up to the big events and stuff like that. So you know we'll be back on Wednesday, giving you some raw uh, what we thought of raw and our whether our predictions uh, proved to be true uh, t- tonight's Raw Rumble. So where Tyler's beating me at the moment. <laughs> Uh, quite quite convincingly, to be honest, 3-0. Um, but yeah, quick shout-out to everybody listening to the show, downloading the show. Thank you very much. I'm looking at the numbers the, the other day, and they're, you know they are getting there. A lot of people. If you know anybody who's a wrestling fan, you enjoy this show, please just share it with them. That'd be amazing. Uh, get those numbers up for me. And, uh, you know, two to three times a week we release some content. So, you know, there we go, here in the corner. Um, so, yeah. Very much appreciate everybody downloading and listening to the show um, and enjoying them, hopefully. <laughs> so, but you can follow the show at In The Corner WWE on Twitter. Also, email the show, WWE at gmail.com. Anything, subjects you think we should cover or any of your thoughts on current WWE or any of the matches you've seen lately or some of your favorite matches, whatever it may be. It'd be good to connect and I could, uh, we can talk about it or we, you never know. If it's, a good, if it's a good email, we could have you on as a guest. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it, to be fair? Um, but yeah, 28th of January, uh, 2023, and we're on board is, as I said, in a few hours. Um, before we get into SmackDown and, um, the events of last night, uh, there's just some news and stuff that's been flown out from, uh, I say flown in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. So there's just some stuff in there for food for thought, really, whether it's true, whether it's not true, whether it was, tr- you know, whether it was still going to happen. We have no idea. Probably not, but we'll find out. We interrupt your regular broadcast to bring you this important news So, checking out it on um, 411mania.com, uh, apparently in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, uh, apparently it was noted uh, Austin versus Lesnar was meant to be happening, apparently, in uh, possibly, a, I think it was SummerSlam, they said. Uh, also, The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Now, there's been loads of speculation about this over the last... Nine months, probably. Apparently, according to this uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter, that was due to happen, but now it's not. It fell out of... Um, it just fallen through, basically. Um, but apparently, uh, yeah, the Austin-Lesnar match was meant to take place uh, last year's SummerSlam, apparently, but um, it's the first time. They never faced each other. Uh, Austin actually walked out of the company during a... It was supposed to be a qualifier match for King of the Ring, Brock versus Austin. Austin didn't like that idea. He thought, if anything, if they're going to have Lesnar beating him, he, it should be on a pay-per-view, which makes sense to a degree. Um, you know, that's been well covered in the past. But it would have been cool to see Austin Lesnar. Um, there isn't many dream matches left for Lesnar to have, to be totally honest with you. Um, 
but yeah, apparently it is uh, not happening. Rock versus uh, Roman. There is still technically time. Obviously, Rumble is tonight. Could this all be a big like? Yeah, it's not going to happen. Oh, and then it does happen. Which you know what? If that is the case, that's amazing. I love uh, surprising the Rumble. I think most people do. A few more additions to the Rumble has been added uh, from SmackDown. Um, Lesnar, to be honest with you, I thought Lesnar was already advertised, so I didn't really, when they said that he was going to be in it, I wasn't overly surprised, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, there's been a you know there's been a few more added to both matches, but uh, there's still a lot of surprises left to come tonight. Uh, me and um, Tyler obviously put our guesses in on the last, uh, on Thursday's show. Um, I could do with a win, put it this way. I'm currently on a zilch, zip, nothing. So hopefully that'll be... Uh, but we went for a lot of the same conclusions of matches. So the only ones that I could possibly win is if we're both or both wrong for the rumbles and <laughs> one of us is right. So um, we got four picks each um, as long as one of those comes in. The only one that's different is I said Sammy possibly, but whether that's going to happen, I have no idea. And considering the events of SmackDown... Um, what's going to happen with Sammy at Rumble is going to be interesting to see because he was told not to turn up to SmackDown. But lo and behold, the Usos arrive. And with his hood up, manages to approach Jey Uso without Jimmy noticing and had a very brief conversation. Jey says, look, dude, you got to get out of here. And Sammy's like, look, if you need anything, just give me a call. I'm here. Um, so, and Roman was on uh, Jimmy Fallon, I think. So, you know, there's going to be there's going to be a problem now, and uh, just the way SmackDown went off the air was a bit um, leading more into the Bloodline story, which we'll get into in a moment. Um, one thing I do want to talk about quickly, uh, not quickly, but uh, get onto is the tag team tournament for the number one contendership for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um, it was meant to be Drew McIntyre and Sheamus taking on Hit Row. Um, but before the match could begin, hit, uh, sorry, the Viking Raiders attacked Sheamus and McIntyre. Now, it, this beating went on for a little bit, and it was quite a hefty beating. The uh, SmackDown goes for an advert, they come back, and um, they're both stood up and obviously rightly pissed off. Adam Pierce is trying to calm them down. But instead of carrying on with the match, they go out to the back to try and find the Viking Raiders. Okay. In terms of what they want to do next, I get, but I'm like, they're both stood up, so why couldn't they? Why couldn't they have the match? But what it was to do was to replace. So apparently they gave up their spot, but instead of letting Hit Row get a buy into the final, Adam Pearce then presents us with a new tag team, uh, with a team of Braun Strowman and Ricochet, um, and they have a pretty good match to be honest. I, I don't really get the way it was done, but because. If Drew and Sheamus were still down after the ad break and they, you know, they're pissed off and they want to go and chase down the Viking Raiders, I get that. But they were both stood up and I just feel like they would have quite possibly gone on with the match. But maybe I'm reading too much into it. But I, f- I feel like Drew and Sheamus could have gone on and you know st- carried on with the match. But there we go. But uh, ultimately, Braun Strowman and Ricochet defeat Hit Row. And uh, they're into the final. Uh, the next tag team match we had that night was Legado Dan Fantasma against Imperium. Um, pretty good match, actually. Actually, a, a really good match. I would say possibly match of the night, to be honest with you, in terms of what happened. Um, ultimately, uh, Ludwin Kaiser 
and um, Lilo Vinci or whatever his name is. I keep wanting to call him his old name. That's the problem. But uh, they go on and beat um, Legado del Fantasma. So we've got Braun Strowman and Ricochet, which leads us back to Braun and Gunther a little bit. So it's a good way of getting those two, um, those two back sort of together, possibly. Uh, interesting um, match. There was a bit where there was a gorilla press from the top rope, which I've never seen before. If you haven't seen it, it was like I was just like biting my biting my like bottom lip. Like, oh my god, don't don't die, basically. So Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci is his name. I, I do apologize. I always get that name wrong because he was known as something else before. Um, and he disappeared for a while, and then he brought him back at SummerSlam, which was really good. I was glad to see Imperium as the as the trio again. Um, but yeah, ultimately they get they hit the uh, Imperium bomb and they advance. So we have Ricochet, Braun Strowman against uh, Ludwig Kaiser and Da Vinci, Giovanni Vinci. I'm gonna try and remember that name. Um, so yeah, very very cool, very interesting. Um, that will I see. I thought this was gonna take place at the Rumble, but it's not. It's gonna take next week on SmackDown as well as also next week on SmackDown. Um, Charlotte Flair is going to be defending the Women's Championship against Sonya Deville because she's had enough of her poking her nose and keep turning up and having a go all the time, basically. So that's happening next week. So next week on SmackDown, we have two um, title matches, at least. Um, whether see, now I don't know whether Charlotte Flair is going to be in the Rumble or not because she is a SmackDown Tag Team, SmackDown Tag Team, SmackDown Women's Champion, but... Uh, Bianca Belair is defending her Raw Women's title uh, tonight at Rumble, but um, Charlotte is not. So they seem to sort of swap and change a little bit. Now, whether down the line this split's going to stay, oh, and we're going to have maybe like Raw pay-per-views and SmackDown pay-per-views like we used to have back in about 03, I don't know. Um, uh, Very interesting overall um, on that one, but... um, I think we're still building Charlotte's reign. Uh, whether Ronda returns tonight at the Rumble, I have no idea. Whether Ronda's uh, been put in for that. Again, she's not advertised, but she, you know, she obviously she turned up last year and she won it. So that could be interesting. Um, do we need another uh, Ronda-Charlotte match? I don't know. I don't feel that we do need one, but, you know, we'll see how things pan out. Um, <laughs> LA Knight uh, walking to the ring using Bray Wyatt's old cult leader gimmick. So we have the shirt, the hat, and <laughs> what makes me laugh about this. Now, a lot of you probably won't know this uh, unless you watch Chain Wrestling now um, or listen to Chain Wrestling um, on this network. But um, they do a Halloween costume uh, competition every year or well, they've started it a couple of years ago and they've, i think this is the, this was their second year it may have been their third no it's the second year so um uh me and my other half well, i dressed up as fiend and she was alexa bliss and we ordered a lantern my other half ordered me a lantern but um we didn't check the size of it basically so it came and it's like a miniature <laughs> miniature lantern which is hilarious in itself we managed to take some pictures where i held it up to the camera so it looks like i'm holding a bigger lantern and stuff look cool but what made me laugh, we made us laugh especially, was the fact that LA Knight's walking down when he's got a tiny little lantern and it just made us laugh, to be honest. I'll try and find a picture um, of it and I'll probably post it with the podcast this week so you can see what I'm on about in terms of when you're listening to this. 
Um, but it was quite funny. Um, basically, not a lot. Um, LA Knight complained a little bit about the fact that Undertaker helped Bray hit the Sister Abigail on Monday Night Raw. Um, uh, ultimately, um, Bray comes out, sat in his, the old chair, the old rocking chair that he used to have, and basically says, basically, talking's over. We'll see you at the Rumble. The uh, crowd start cheering, and it's like, what's going on? And then there's Uncle Howdy up on the balcony, smoke coming out from behind him. So what part of Uncle Howdy is he going to play in this pitch black match? You know it's going to happen. Whether Uncle Howdy is meant to be Bray, whether it's a separate entity, I have no idea. But it's going to be interesting to see. We've already spoke about it on the show. Don't like the fact that it's called Mountain Dew pitch black match, but there we go. Just uh, It's going to be interesting to see. Um, I assume it just means everything goes up, but what I like, what I feel like might happen, because we saw Bray return at Extreme Rules, was the characters of the Firefly Funhouse appear in the crowd in certain moments. So whether that's going to be the case, does Alexa get involved? And now Alexa's got a big match against Bianca Belair at Rumble. Whether they finally, whether that part of that story starts coming together, I have no idea, to be honest. Um, but again, it's something I want to see. Um, again, we spoke a little bit about it on, uh, on Thursday's show. Interesting to know, uh, we've already talked about that. Um, I've already talked about that. Viking Raiders attacks Drew McIntyre, yep. Um, Lacey Evans uh, makes her return, finally. She's had a lot of vignettes over the last month or so. Um, I thought she might use the... Well, no, it was a Cobra Clutch, wasn't it? Sorry, my bad. Um, what Austin used to call the Million Dollar Dream and all that kind of stuff. So she's been training. She took on Jasmine... Hello, and she beat her via submission. What did happen in the match, though, which I think could be a thing going forward, was the sole of Lacey Evans' boot came off. Now, she pulled it off, and instead of just throwing it out the ring, she went to use it as a weapon against her opponent, but the referee took it off her. Now, we come to the conclusion that it, wouldn't it be quite cool if she has these boots where that happens again, but it's like a Velcro sort of strip that sticks on, and she can pull it off, use it as a weapon, and then put it back on a boot. And then the referee's like, where's your weapon? She's like, I haven't got one. Almost like the brass knuckles a little bit of William Regal back in the day. I thought that'd be quite a cool little gimmick, to be honest. Um, if she doesn't start using it, anybody, any uh, indie wrestlers that li- happen to be listening to this show, give it a go. I reckon, that'd be, I reckon I could get over, to be honest, because you, you have the weapon on you the entire time. Take it off, hit, the, hit your opponent with it, put it back on your foot, and you're done. Referee goes, how did that happen? You go, I don't know, one, two, three, thank you for the win. And obviously all the fans see it, but that, you know, a lot more heat there. So I think that could be a thing. Whether it, I don't think it was meant to happen because the way it looked, it was definitely uh, like it had just come off the bottom of the boot. But I reckon that could be like a hidden weapon. I always thought years ago, when I, uh, I did a bit of training years ago when I was about 19. Um, I was okay. Um, obviously I wasn't that good, but um, I always thought it'd be quite cool to be a manager with a clip-on tie and you use the clip-on tie to strangle your, your your opponent and then put the tie back on and the referee's like, where's your weapon? You know, like, again, brass nuts, shillelaghs, all this kind of stuff. Um, I also thought that would be good. That might be happening somewhere already, I don't know, but at the time I thought it was a good idea. We are talking a fair few years ago now. Um, so almost freaking, um, oh, crikey, yeah, I'm getting old. 
at least 10 years ago plus. So, <laughs> um, as I already mentioned, Brock Lesnar announced his participation in the Royal Rumble. He once again attacked Bobby Lashley. But a brawl had actually broken out. We had Theory on SmackDown, um, New Day come out and interrupt him. Then The Miz came out, and then The Miz and Theory ended up jumping the New Day. Um, and then while that was happening, Bobby Lashley came out. Bobby Lashley lays a few out, and then Brock comes through the crowd, lays out um, Bobby Lashley. And basically, um, Brock is then announcing as a participant in the Royal Rumble. What I think is going to happen, what we have seen the last week is basically Brock attacking Bobby. What would be quite good is, is if um, instead of Brock coming out when Lashley's already in the ring, it'd be nice to see Lashley come in after Brock. And it'd be good for these two to essentially eliminate each other in some way. Um, I don't mind Brock being back. I said the other day on the show with Tyler on the Wednesday, uh, the Thursday show, sorry, was that we see Brock returning all the time. Um, not all the time. And it's cool to see him back and stuff, but it's like how much what's left really. Um, I don't want to see Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania. We had it last year. We've had it twice before that as well. They've had fairly good matches. The last one they had at WrestleMania for the undisputed title was really good. Um, not one of the best, but it was enjoyable. The story that had been told as we got to that point was was uh, good. And it was a big moment for Roman to walk out with both titles. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Rey Mysterio actually defeated Karrion Cross. I didn't see that coming. Um, he got him with a crucifix pin um, out of nowhere. So we've yet to see. And um, Karrion Cross is in the Rumble, and so is Rey Mysterio. So, again, there's a good story segment there between those two that could happen as well. Um, it also announces that um, Bailey wasn't announced in the Rumble, but she is now, along with the rest of Damage Control. That could lead into what I spoke about on uh, Thursday's show with maybe, maybe Damage Control dominate a portion of it, and we end up having Becky... And um, Bailey to um, either one of those wins. Um, it'd be quite cool to see Bailey win, I think. But um, yeah, we could. I think that's going to be a thing where because we didn't get the cage match on Raw this past week, uh, which we again we spoke about on Thursday's show. So um, interesting. Uh, overall, the the SmackDown show was pretty good. A good build up to um, um, Raw Rumble. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rate it really high, but it was a, overall, it was a really good show. And I think if you have missed anything this week and you saw SmackDown, it's a good sort of segue into Royal Rumble, which is the point, isn't it? Um, I understand the pre-show tonight starts at midnight for Royal Rumble and the actual main show starts at 1am here in the UK. Um, i got to stop saying um, I've just realised. What? Yeah, I keep saying um, Steve. What? Yeah, I know. Um, I just did it again. I don't even mean to do it. <laughs> I'm going to edit these together. It's going to be one long um. What? Let's move on to the main event anyway. And I caught myself then. Did you hear that? I almost did it again. Owens took on Solo Sokoa. Uh, the Usos and basically got into an altercation backstage with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens actually started it. But Adam Pearce removed the Usos from the building. As they come back from break, we're seeing the Usos leaving and they're being escorted to their car, which we saw them arrive in earlier in the show. Jey Uso makes a phone call. It's clearly 
blatantly obvious that it's Sami Zayn. Says he wants a favour. The KO match and Sokoa match, hard-hitting. Um, there was a lot of thumping and just uh, Owens landed a frog splash at one point. Uh, hard DDT, uh, Samoan drop. And it looked like Solo, uh, KO, sorry, beg your pardon, was going to get the win. Just as it looked like KO was going to get the win, Sammy pulled out Solo Sokoa. Now, the bow didn't go because, by what I remember, this wasn't a no DQ match. But the referee wasn't, or the, ref, the referee didn't call for the bow. Now, technically, I was like, well, Sammy hasn't touched KO, so maybe that's why. But I, I think the match was waved off, but it wasn't made clear that the match was waved off, which is a little bit annoying, to be honest. Um, did it again. What? I can't, I can't help it. Let me talk to you. So it's just a case of... Uh, it basically ends up with KO ended up on the table. It looked like Solo Sokoa was going to land that splash on him on the table. KO gets up, manages to uh, basically... P- tries to put KO, uh, Sokoa sorry, through the table. But <laughs> ultimately, the table didn't break. Uh, KO actually attacked Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn... Um, didn't do anything initially, but KO did hit him with the chair. Did he hit him with the chair? I can't remember now. I think he did, yeah. Ultimately, no, he didn't. I beg your pardon. He hit Solo Sokoa with the chair. Sami Zayn didn't get involved. What happened prior to that, before um, Solo got put through the table, was he, Solo went for a super kick, but hit Sami Zayn. Now, from the angle they showed it initially, I thought it was done on purpose, but it was KO moved out of the way. And then KO basically had a go at Sami Zayn. It's almost like Sami Zayn's scared of KO. And then he hit Solo Sokoa with a chair, I beg your pardon. So that's how it went down. And it left with KO walking out and, uh, you know, basically saying, you know, Raw Rumble, I'm going to win and all that kind of stuff. Now, Sami Zayn was given strict orders not to be at SmackDown. So he turned up anyway, but then he was also asked to do something by Jay. So what's going to happen with Sami at Rumble is going to be very interesting. I'm still wondering whether Sammy is going to be entered into the Rumble because he's not officially in the Rumble. Maybe the events of the of the night with a with an angry Roman Reigns, possibly he ends up in the Rumble. I don't know. But he was supposed to be delivered his final test. But the way it's shaping up at the moment, the way it looks from the Bloodlines point of view, point of view, he's been told not to be there in terms of Roman. But not only is Sammy there. Jey Uso is also asking for Sammy's help. So we got Sammy who shouldn't have been there and Jey Uso giving orders that and going against what Roman has laid down on Monday. So whether this fracture happens at Rumble or maybe even the next week, either on Raw or SmackDown, going to be interesting to see. Like I said, I said on Thursday's show and with Cy and all that, mostly invested in this Bloodline storyline. Uh, very much enjoying it, and uh, I can't wait for the Rumble. I love the Rumble. Raw Rumble, the Rumble match. Men and women now. I've, I thoroughly enjoy. There's a lot of spaces in the women's. There's about, I want to say at least 10 spots in the Rumble that haven't been filled. So we could see some NXT call-ups here. We could see some legends here. Could The Rock be there? It's being posted on Wrestling Observer. Uh, the Rock is not... Involved with the storyline, it's fallen. If you know it f- fell through, 
So who is going to win the Rumble? There's obviously the most obvious is Cody Rhodes, which is one of our first picks between me and Tyler. You know, Karrion Cross is, I think, is a good sort of sleeper pick. Uh, Sammy's trying. I'm trying to look at the popularity of people. Now, depending on how the night goes, if the undisputed title match happens before the men's Rumble, there is a possibility that KO enters the Rumble and could go on to win it. So there's, again, depending on the match card, I don't know the order of the match card, because um, sometimes we end on a title match at Rumble. I think, for me, personally, Royal Rumble match, whether it's men's or women's, should finish the show, because the show is called Royal Rumble, and it's about setting that road to WrestleMania. So there is a possibility that KO doesn't win the title and could enter the Rumble. And you never know. It could maybe Sokoa's in there as well. There's so many ways this could go, and I'm just excited to see what happens, really. Uh, pitch Black Match is kind of one of those things I want to see. I want to see Bray Wyatt back in action. There's a lot of story layers here that I don't know where it's going. Uncle Howdy's an outside shot. We got Alexa Bliss as well. Um, obviously, we have McIntyre and Sheamus in the Rumble as well. So it's going to be interesting Rumble. It's on in literally... Literally a few hours' time. But thank you very much for listening to the show. Um, I shall try and stop saying that. You can catch us again on Wednesday for our Raw look back and also our Royal Rumble predictions. Did we get them right? Who won? And what we thought of the show. Follow the show at In The Corner WWE on Twitter. You can also follow the network at SJP World Media. This is Benny Mac. This is In The Corner. We'll see you again on Wednesday.